0: This is Radio Health Journal. I'm Nancy Benson. This week, people who find that a musical beat is incomprehensible.
1: And I like music. Just don't ask me where the rhythm is because (laughs) I'm one of the worst on the planet.
0: (laughs) The biological reasons why some people just don't have rhythm when Radio Health Journal returns.
2: Adults in the U.S. have an 8 in 10 chance of experiencing back pain at some point in their life. As the pain becomes chronic, many of these patients will be prescribed opioid medication or offered therapies that deliver only partial pain relief. But now, the FDA recently approved a new therapy option for chronic pain. Burst DR Stimulation, exclusively from St. Jude Medical, is the latest advancement in spinal cord stimulation for chronic pain patients looking to relieve their pain and help transform their life anesthesiology and pain medicine specialist Dr. Dawood Sayed tells us more about this new therapy from St. Jude Medical.
1: With the launch of Burst DR Stimulation from St. Jude Medical, I have a new option for my patients suffering from chronic pain that improves upon traditional spinal cord stimulation. Burst DR Stimulation is preferred by patients, can improve pain relief, and is believed to naturally target the brain's medial and lateral pathways, allowing me to address my patients' emotional and physical responses to pain.
2: To take the next step to learn about Burst DR Stimulation, go to Power Over Your Pain.com. That's PowerOverYourPain.com. Implantation of a spinal cord stimulation system can involve risk, such as painful stimulation, loss of pain relief, and surgical risks, such as paralysis, during the implantation procedure. Patients should talk to their physician to determine if spinal cord stimulation therapy is right for them.
0: It's a cliché, but it's true. Some people simply have no rhythm. Just about any wedding reception provides painful proof that some people just can't dance. Give them a beat and they'll quickly lose it. Your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. Your mama
3: don't dance and your daddy don't rock and
0: roll. But why does that happen? What goes on in those people's heads when you play a song with an infectious beat?
1: Nothing goes on, actually, to be honest. When there's a song, if you ask me, can you hear the beat? Well, I can hear a sound that's like more there than the other one, but I can't tell you what's the beat exactly. It's <laughs> just a thing that I, I just can't feel it. It's really difficult to explain because I don't know what it is.
0: That's Matthew Dion, a TV reporter in Montreal, who's been scientifically certified as beat deaf. That's the rhythmic equivalent of being tone deaf. And it means that he simply can't tap his toes to the music no matter how hard he tries.
1: For example, if I go into a concert and everybody's clapping at the same time, I'm going to start clapping and at a certain moment I will lose it because I don't know what it is. I can't hear the beat and my body can't feel it, can't transmit it to to my, my members.
0: So is Dion a bad dancer? Not as long as he's dancing alone. He can move any way he wants to. But put him with a partner, and he says it just doesn't work.
1: I was matched with this really lovely girl, and we were dancing the salsa, and it's a tempo of eight beats. So we were dancing, and at a certain moment she told me, well, Matthew, you have to follow the beat because it's pretty really confusing what you're doing. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'm doing my best. I'm just not a good dancer.
0: But it's not just moving to the beat that gives Dion problems. He can't sing either. A few years ago, he had a role in a play, and the director unexpectedly added a song. Rehearsal didn't go well.
1: We were practicing with a band, and while I was singing with the band, At a certain moment, the band just stopped everything. (laughs) And the lead guitarist told me, sorry, buddy, but you have to follow us. (laughs) You're just singing for yourself right now. And I was like, well, no, I'm following you guys. (laughs) And he told me, no, you're not following the beat. Try to listen to us. I was like, okay, never mind. So I am start singing and trying to follow them, right? But I wasn't able to do it.
0: Now, you might think that somebody who finds musical rhythm incomprehensible wouldn't like music. But at least in Dion's case, that's not true.
1: I like music. I have a guitar at my place. I'm not really good at it, but I like to, to play uh, some stuff sometimes. But I, I won't be on the tempo. But I like to play some stuff. I like to listen to music. I really had uh, many girlfriends that were music maniac, really maniac. Some of them were working in music. So I really have an appreciation of music because music, it's really more than just rhythm, right? It's poetry, it's sounds, it's many things at the same time. So in movies, it brings you some emotions, right? So I really think that I'm really sensible to music and I like music. Just don't ask me where the rhythm is because (laughs) I'm one of the worst on the planet.
0: (laughs) But what is it about Dion and people like him who simply can't get the beat? Researchers at McGill University in Montreal have been recruiting bad dancers and others who say they just don't get it.
3: Some of them come forward saying, yeah, I don't seem to be able to stay with the rest of the group, for instance, in singing in a choir or dancing on the dance floor. Others come forward and say, well, my good friend has told me that I have a problem with this that I'm not responding the same way as the others.
0: Dr. Caroline Palmer is professor of psychology at McGill, leading a study on different kinds of biological rhythms.
3: We're very interested in how people coordinate their movements with sound. So when you cross the street and you see the flashing light or you hear a buzz that tells you it's time to get across the street before the light changes, how do you speed up in response to that? We noticed when we brought in even skilled musicians who have to adapt when they play with another person, that some people are better than others at adapting to changes in sound.
0: Palmer says it's rare to be truly beat deaf. In fact, she says it was hard to find subjects like Dion for her study. People who came into her lab thinking they had no rhythm at all found out they're not quite so bad.
3: Many people believe that they can't follow a beat but when we bring them into the lab to test them in a variety of conditions, we find that they're not that far from a control group. The general population shows a variety of ability. So right now we see that it's pretty rare that an individual truly cannot follow a beat, so perhaps 2% of the
0: population. Palmer says people who are beat deaf can't adapt to changes in rhythm, but it could be for several reasons. It could be a problem with hearing the beat. It might be a problem with body movement, or it might be the connection between the two.
3: So in addition to having them tap along with a regular beat, we asked them to tap along with music, with metronomes. We asked them to listen to auditory rhythms and identify whether two rhythms were the same or different. In the perceptual tasks, where they simply had to answer same or different to two rhythms, they did not perform differently from the control groups. So in other words, it did not seem to be a problem of hearing rhythms. And when we ask them to tap regularly on a tabletop in the absence of any stimulus, so there's nothing to listen to, they just have to generate a regular movement, then they also look like the control group. So it's not simply a motor deficit. It's only in the case where they have to change their movement in response to a change in the sound that they look different from the control group.
0: Palmer says the inability to synchronize to sound indicates a brain deficit in biological rhythms. And that could have even broader implications. The body operates a whole variety of timekeeping rhythms to regulate life, including circadian day and night cycles, heart rates, and common activities like walking and speaking. Scientists will be investigating to see if beat-deaf people are impaired in those areas, too. But Dion says as long as sound isn't involved, he has all the rhythm he needs.
1: It doesn't have any impact on the way I see stuff. It doesn't have any impact on personal stuff. I know I, I won't go there, but I mean, there's no consequences at all besides dancing and singing. And it's all
4: because your mama don't dance and your daddy
0: don't rock and roll. Dion says the study's results tell him that it's not simply a matter of practice. Some people will never be good dancers, no matter how hard they try. And if that sounds like you, Palmer's Laboratory would like to hear from you. They're looking for more people who have no rhythm to continue their work. You can get in touch via email at beat.broms at gmail.com. You can also find that address on our website, RadioHealthJournal.net. Our production director is Sean Waldron. I'm Nancy Benson.
4: Medical Notes this week, if you're sleep-deprived behind the wheel, you may as well be driving drunk. A study from the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety finds that people who have slept less than four hours over the past day are nearly 12% more likely to get into a crash than people who are well-rested. That's about the same as driving with a blood alcohol content well over the legal limit. About a third of people admit that they've driven drowsy in the past month. Nearly a quarter of all fatal car crashes involve a driver who hasn't gotten enough sleep. Every few years we hear about a possible flu pandemic, but how susceptible you'll be to the next one depends pretty much on the year you were born. A new study in the journal Science finds that the very first flu virus a person is exposed to as an infant determines which family of flu viruses they're protected against for life. Later exposures matter much less. The finding will allow doctors to target immunizations to age groups most susceptible to a given year's major strain. And finally, people with major illnesses such as cancer often get depressed, but psychedelic mushrooms may help. Two studies in the Journal of Psychopharmacology show that just one dose of magic mushrooms containing psilocybin can give patients up to six months relief from depression and anxiety. About two-thirds of patients call their few hours under the influence of mushrooms one of the top five meaningful experiences of their lives. And that's Medical Notes this week. More in a moment.
0: Thank you for listening to Radio Health Journal, a production of MediaTracks Communications. If you enjoyed this week's show, please leave a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. You can find more Radio Health Journal stories about health, science, and technology on iTunes, Stitcher, and at RadioHealthJournal.net.